I practice walking around my office with a pad of paper on a table. So if I get a great idea or something that needs to go somewhere, I can jot it down. Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson. I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author. And I have been teaching public speaking skills for over two decades. And one of the things I see over and over again is speeches that have gone stale. That's right. So today I am going to teach you 10 ways that you can give your speech, your signature talk, your keynote, a tune-up, and keep it fresh and running smooth. All right, number one, you want to rework, yes, rework your professional story. That's the story that you share over and over again about how you got to be in the business that you're in, why you're speaking about your topic, and earning the right to be talking about it. And sometimes saying that story over and over again can get kind of stale, it can be automatic, and it can you could be disconnected. And that is what happened to me. One day I was giving my speech like normal, and my business partner was in the audience who has heard my professional story many times over and over and over again. And this particular time he came to me after my speech and he said, Arby, you're professional story it seems like it's on autopilot and you're not connecting to it anymore I was like oh my goodness really and I took a look and sure enough he was right so I went to the drawing board I refreshed it and delivered it again so when you're doing your signature talk oftentimes people will skip their story they just go right to the content I want you to make sure that you're rehearsing your professional story even if you've done it a thousand times to keep it fresh. All right, number two, bring in updated testimonials. That's right. Sometimes it's really convenient for us to use the same testimonial over and over again because it's a story that we know and love and it's a client that we know and love. But make sure your testimonial fits the right audience. So if you're talking about something about somebody who succeeded in sales, but you're not talking to an audience that cares about sales, that's the wrong story. So make sure your stories, your success stories fit the audience. Number three, redo your PowerPoint. Are you using the same old PowerPoint that you might have used 20 years ago? Well, technology has changed as we know, and it's time to update your PowerPoint. Update the background, update the pictures, get rid of those bullet points. If you've got to leave a period at the end of the sentence, then it should be taken out. <laughs> so again, update it, make sure that you are right along with everyone else. I remember years ago, uh, and I didn't realize this, but I had some clip art on my PowerPoint. This is now a decade ago. And someone had told me, clip art is dead. And I went, oh my goodness sakes, clip art is dead. So of course, I immediately got rid of all the clip art and replaced it with photographs. So make sure that's what you're doing as well. And number four, change your attention grabber once in a while. Change it up a little bit. Now, a lot of times we use attention grabbers to grab our attention. 
right? We used enrolling questions. We might use statistical statements. We might use statements, what I call statements of declaration, which is your truth. Well, maybe it's time to change it up a little bit. And instead of asking those same enrolling questions, maybe throw out a statistical statement or a statement of truth. So mix it up, make sure it's still appropriate, but refresh it, keep it new. Number five, change your call to action, change your clothes. I teach people five different closes. There's no reason you need to do the same old stale clothes. So change that up a little bit. Number six, practice in a different way. Practice instead of just the same way you practice. Now, I practice walking around my office with a pad of paper on a table. So if I get a great idea or something that needs to go somewhere, I can jot it down. But maybe there's another way. Maybe you want to walk on the beach or be outside or be in the forest and yell your speech or whisper it as little, you know, little sound as possible. Try practicing in different ways. Number seven, use props. Now, there's a lot of props you can use. This is a prop that I love to use, which are big glasses, especially if I'm on Zoom, just to add a little bit of fun. So don't be afraid to use props. If you have a book, you can use the book as a prop and hold it up. And I'm holding up my book, Speak Up, Get Clients. So don't be afraid to add some props, especially when you're in the virtual world, speaking kind of in the box. I want you to speak out of the box when you're in the box. Do some improv, do something unexpected, do something wild and crazy. Uh, don't be uh, afraid to move your body and, and move it around. And if you have a stand-up desk like I do, maybe you want to walk from side to side or pretend you're walking down the steps and do some fun stuff. So again, do some improv. Number nine, play with the audience a little bit. Talk to them just like you would an old friend. Ask them some questions. Look at the screen. See who's doing something. You know, see who's laughing. Oh, I see, you know, Bobby is laughing. Bobby, do you want to share what you're laughing at, right? Just some, some interaction that isn't the typical audience participation, which is number 10. Add more audience participation. And of course, we've in in the virtual world, in Zoom, we've got our chat boxes, which, you know, are fine. But think of creative ways that you can get your audience involved. A lot of times I, you know, use signs to get your audience involved. How cool is that? Say, that's cool. You can put up paddles. You can put up signs. You can make them different. You can make them smiley faces and all kinds of fun things that we can do in the virtual world to kind of change it up a little bit. So make sure that you are adding more audience participation. So those are 10 ways that you can give your speech a tune-up, 10 ways that you can convert it from stale to fresh, 10 ways that you can tune it up like a car and keep it running smoothly. So that's all for now. Tune in next week for the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. 
And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million dollar speaker.